Welcome back to our Busting Addiction and Its Myths podcast. I'm Bruno J, and I have updated the introduction to our episodes in order to address an issue that we cannot ignore, nor do we want to. It looks like COVID-19, the coronavirus, will be with us for some time. Some say for another year or two. People are as frightened as they ever have been. They seek safety for their families above all, protection from the virus and from economic insecurity. But many families also face an added burden, drug addiction and alcoholism in their own homes, and what to do about it. There's something you should know. We, Safe House Rehab Thailand, were founded on the idea of safety. We hold on to the truth that clients deserve to come to a treatment clinic where they can at least feel safe and sound. Devoting ourselves to safety first gives us the firm foundation upon which everything else is constructed. Hence our name, Safe House Rehab Thailand. Thailand has been recognized as one of the world's safest places to be during the pandemic. Further, we at Safe House have made the right adjustments so that clients and staff remain and feel safe and sound. Masks are mandatory as is social distancing, mandatory hand cleaning, daily blood oximeter readings, which is an early warning measure, and if by chance someone, anyone doesn't feel well, the local hospital in Bangbong is only minutes away. My podcast, Busting Addiction and Its Myths, is dedicated to serving families of still-suffering addicts and alcoholics by providing evidence-based advice and insight so that you can make a better informed decision on what to do and what not to do. We are sponsored by Safe House Rehab Thailand, dedicated to a modern approach to recovery, which means that we absolutely outperform traditional rehabs when it comes to diagnostics, technology, and aftercare. To learn how we can help, just visit safehouserehab.com where we post the latest news or send us an email at contact at safehouserehab.com. Welcome back to Busting Addiction and Its Myths. I'm Bruno J., your host each and every week. This podcast is episode number two of season four. So let's call this episode Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Freedom. Now I know that it's supposed to say the pursuit of happiness, but I will later show how the direct pursuit of happiness can lead you down the wrong path. In the U.S., the Declaration of Independence, dated July 4th, 1776, is a highly revered document. It is one of the very first documents articulating human rights. It gave rise to other nations' pursuit of democratic ideals. As an example, the French motto during their democratic revolution, which overthrew King Louis XVI in 1789, was expressed as liberty, equality, and fraternity. The Declaration of Independence expressed and written in no uncertain terms the position of the colonists of the day. The preamble to the Declaration says this, quote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. American culture and its customs, and even its laws, were spawned in 1776 and continue to shape public attitudes to this very day. The U.S. cultural tapestry is woven from strands that were spun 244 years ago. Example, we love our guns because the USA was born in the blood of an armed insurrection. We are rebellious by nature, so you can't tell us to wear a mask during the pandemic. We are pioneers by nature. We're individualists. So if I wish to pursue my version of happiness and you don't happen to like it, then take a hike. 
So that's the point of departure for me. I wish to show you how a society's culture and its subcultures, like gun owners or liberals, can send the absolutely wrong signals about what is okay, what is not okay, and what is encouraged and valued. I speak of the pursuit of happiness, which is closely linked to the idea of freedom. The person who has a healthy and mature attitude will see happiness as an outcome of hard work and dedication, as a just reward that follows some material gain, especially for the family unit. This is corroborated by social science research. It shows that, quote, hard work is a leading value and that it serves as a driving guide. It also shows happiness as a value. But when asked, respondents had great difficulty in figuring out how that value would guide their actions other than pursuing pleasure. If happiness was listed not as a value but seen as an outcome, the connection to action was very clear in respondents' minds. It seemed to some as if happiness was about indulgence, that is, the taking, whereas hard work was about the giving. That has to tell you something. Let us turn our attention to how the addict sees the concept of happiness and what freedom means to him. Let us also look at what happiness and freedom means to the family of the still-using or recovering addict. The addict alcoholic pursues happiness directly. By that I mean he seeks the high as a means of attaining happiness, and there's little beyond that which will make him happy. He sees freedom as a state in which he can do as he pleases, especially when it comes to his unrestrained ability to get his drug of choice and get high at the time and place of his choosing. The very first promise in Narcotics narcotics and Alcoholics Anonymous literature states, we shall know a new freedom and a new happiness. What it means is that we shall be liberated from the slavery of our addictions and our happiness will take on a deeper meaning and that our happiness will be an outcome of our diligent pursuit of worthiness. What do we suppose freedom and happiness could mean to the still-suffering family of the active or recovering addict? It essentially means the same thing as it does to the addict, because we recognize that alcoholism and addiction is a family disease. Freedom means release from the prison of addiction, by virtue of a pardon, no less. Happiness means the joy that comes with recovery, and it also means the elimination of anxiety, which comes with the embrace of powerlessness, and for some, the presence of a higher power in our lives. Whereas before freedom was elusive as a cure, Now it means we are free to make choices that are good for us. We did not know we had these kinds of choices. Whereas before happiness meant momentary relief from fear because Johnny made it home in one piece, it now means that we now carry with us enduring gratitude for our lives just as they are. This is what ends up happening if the family and the addict get into treatment about the same time. The family member, likely a wife or mother, but not always, sees a counselor trained in addictive disease and attends Al-Anon meetings and gets educated on codependency and the art of detachment. And the addict gets into an inpatient or intensive outpatient program. He gets to learn about himself and how to change the way he thinks and acts. They get to learn some things in parallel. They are both powerless over alcohol and drugs and their lives had become unmanageable. Plenty of evidence for that. They will learn that they need to run their lives on honesty free of resentment, free of the burdens of the past, and free of the fear of the future. Their goal is to build character and worthiness as the path to genuine happiness, defined as an outcome and not as an objective. They will also understand the value of healthy detachment, staying in your own lane, 
not intruding on the other swimmer's lane, even though you're both in the same pool. By the same token, you will not allow another to violate your own space. They will come to understand the difference between privacy and secrecy. If all goes well, that is, if they just do what is asked of them, try to do it with abandon, because recovery, based on my 26 years of it, is best practice as an all-or-nothing adventure. They will find that kindness, honesty, and peace now rule the home. They will find that new freedom and that new happiness. They will find joy in helping others. They will experience the truth that man cannot help himself except by helping others. They will find that their brains start to work differently. They become more creative and more easily inspired. They begin to intuitively know how to handle situations that used to baffle them. This happens because the addict has rid himself of mind-stunting chemicals while his caregiver mom has been released from the obsessive need to control and the fear that comes with it. They are both now in self-care mode. They are each on parallel paths, inspired to succeed by their love for each other and by their belief in the same vision, vision of freedom. So what did we learn today about life, liberty, and the pursuit of freedom? One, the pursuit of happiness is a hollow promise if we pursue it directly and not see it as an outcome of living a worthy life. Two, a new freedom and a new happiness promised by recovery programs is based on having the freedom to make better choices and a happiness that is an outcome of helping others. Happiness is not a result of taking, but is an outcome of giving. Three, a new basis of living is created when recovery is practiced with full commitment. As saying in AA goes, some of us tried to hold on to our old ideas, and the result was nil, nil until we let go absolutely. Four, embracing the idea that both the addict and the family member are completely powerless over the addiction and that therefore they need help from a power outside themselves in whatever form is the beginning of healing from a potentially deadly disorder. Thank you for tuning in today. It's my fervent hope we've given you new insight and new hope that will lighten your burden. For our hearts go out to all who suffer the effects of addictive disorder. Please give us your feedback at info at safehouserehab.com. By all means, ask us any question you like, and we'll answer on air, if you will. And if you want to leave us your first name and city, we'll recognize you, too, of course. This podcast is sponsored by safehouserehab.com, where we take a modern approach to recovery, something all families of those who suffer deserve. Tune in next week for more.